Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All righty, folks. Welcome back. It's a football Thursday, football Friday edition, whatever you want to call it, because it's my last overnight of the week. So basically, you know what? We're combining our football Friday elements. We're doing them on a Thursday. This guy's been joining us on Thursday, so it's actually rather apropos. We have the great professional Sam Panayanovich, Chicken Dinner Podcast. You see him on television in Chicago. He's as good as it gets when it comes to breaking down the ins and outs of trying to handicap these games. It's been a blast having him on the last few weeks, and he joins us once again. Sam, happy holidays. You and the family. What's happening, brother? Hey, man, I can't wait. And, uh, three games on Saturday, none on Thursday. So we got three Saturday and a big slate on Sunday. Not so much. It's bowl season getting underway. There's a lot of action going on. I can't wait. Sammy, there's nothing like that Saturday triple header. Not even the double header. The triple header right before the holiday season. A tradition unlike any other. And let me preface before we get into any of these games. I need a little pep talk, my friend. I need to get fired up once again. I had my worst NFL Sunday in a long, long time. It was an 0-5 in the Super Contest it was super ice with the exception of the T's. And, Sam, you know this better than anybody. When you have a rough week, right, you got to get right back in that batter's box. You can't have the mentality of, oh, woe is me. I'm never going to win again. I don't know what I'm doing. It's like being a pro, dude. You get shelled. You give up nine runs. You go 0 for 3, 0 for 4 with a couple of strikeouts. You got to be ready to go the next day, my man. Yeah, and that's some of the things that I think Garrett Cole is going to have to deal with. I, I saw him shave his beard and his hair. He's going to have some rough outings in the Bronx. But, yeah, that's part of the game, baby. you got to just adapt and move on. And, you know, you don't want to change your process, change your mindset. I mean, you're going to have some bad weeks in this business. That's the way it goes. You just move on. I was 2-2 two and two last week, and, and we both, I think we both had the Steelers uh, with Duck Hodges throwing four picks. And then the worst part of that game was they get down inside 10, and they run the wildcat with the running back, and they had five turnovers. It's like you can't handicap five turnovers. They lose 17 to 10. It was the right side. You know, stuff happens. You move on, and you get better. All right, Sam, let's get to these Saturday games. I want to start first with Buffalo and New England because this game is so fascinating to me. The Bills are in the playoffs. The Bills, to me, unlike two years ago, are legit. They're tough. The quarterback, even though he's inaccurate, can make plays with his legs, and they are very well coached. New England laying six and a half points. I hate fading New England at home in December in that stadium. That said, if you're looking at these two teams, Buffalo has played a lot better than the Patriots. Do you see value in Buffalo getting six and a half on the road? Not really. This is one of those passes for me, but I will tell you this. And I know we talk about teasers in the NFL all the time. You could take the Patriots from six and a half down to half a point. I mean, that's to me, that's an easy bet. I think New England at home, we looked at Tom Brady's record the last five years. 
He's only lost twice in December in Foxborough, and that's pretty important. But you look at this total, man. This total opened up 38.5-38. I'm seeing some 36s already. I mean, this could be one of those games. You look at the weather forecast, it's going to be cold, probably some snow in Foxborough. We're talking about a game. This could be 17-14. to 14. Would you be stunned if it's a low-scoring game? You look at total 38.5, down to 36.5-36. I like the under in this game, and this is a teaser play for sure. If you're looking for a teaser here, you take the Patriots from six and a half down to a pick them, find another play, you take those two teams and you move on. I'm not taking Buffalo plus the points. I'm not laying six and a half with Brady and company. But this would be a play where I would go under the total and take the Patriots from six and a half down to a pick them. Okay, Sam, now we get to the first game of the Saturday slate. Houston taking on Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's been spunky, very, very spunky. They've played hard for Bruce Arians. Winston has come on. He's played some really good football. But now you take away his great weapons. He's not going to have Mike Evans, and he's not going to have Chris Godwin, who's had a sensational season coming out of Penn State in year two. And this line has skyrocketed. It opened Tampa minus one. Now I'm seeing the Texans laying three. Why so much action towards the Texans? Due to the wide receiver position? Well, some sharp money on the Texans, too, J.J. You look at the number here from one to three, no doubt about it. you got some big money coming in on Houston. And you look at the position, the wide receiver position with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no Evans and no Godwin. And look at Tampa's record. Yeah, they've won four in a row, but who did they beat? Let's take a look. Atlanta, Jacksonville, Indy, Detroit. What do they all have in common? They all suck. They can't stop anybody. And you look at Houston here, it's a good buy-low spot for the Texans. Uh, you got a lot of money on the Buccaneers here, but the Houston Texans defensively can throw a lot of things to Tampa Bay that they're not ready for. I think Deshaun Watson had to carve up this Buccaneers defense. I laid two and a half, and now it's three. I would still lay three, one of my favorite picks of the week in the NFL. I just think Tampa is in a good sell spot. They've won four in a row. People are talking about Jameis Winston and all the things he's done through the air, but now he's without his two biggest weapons, and now he has to face a really good Houston defense. I laid the three with two and a half. I would still lay it at three. I think it's a good spot to buy on the Houston Texans. Minus two and a half, minus three. I don't care. I think they were they went by a touchdown either way. All right, Sam, before we get to the two local games with the Jets and the Giants, there's one more Saturday game. It's a good one. Rams coming off a terrible performance in Dallas. The whole world was on the Rams. Cowboys win that game going away. And then the Niners, who had that stunning loss to the Atlanta Falcons. And I give you credit. You had Atlanta plus the points as one of your picks last week. Rams plus six and a half. Are you surprised this line not around eight and a half, nine with the way L.A. looked? Not necessarily, yeah. And you mentioned we, we talked about taking the Falcons last week, and it was a good spot because situationally, the 49ers had played the Ravens and the Saints, and coming up they had the Rams and the Seahawks. So this was a bad spot last week for the Niners. But you look at this spot here. I mean, Sean McVay and company, like, what do they have to play for? And, and that's when you get to week 15, 16, 17. The toughest part of the handicap is, you have a lot of teams that really have nothing to play for. I looked up this morning. I saw the Rams in like 80, 100, 150 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Before the season, man, we're talking about them at like 4, 5, 6 to 1. So you look at what they've done from before the season to now, they've just really underperformed. And San Francisco, we said last week that was a bad spot against Atlanta because they were looking ahead to the Rams. 
Uh, I can't take the Rams, sir. Nothing really to play for. Uh, but the number here at 6.5 for San Francisco, I think if you're looking for a Saturday, December 21st teaser, J.J., honestly, it might sound square. That's fine. Take the Patriots. Take the Niners. They're both minus 6.5. They're both at home. You could take New England to a pick them. You could take the Niners to a pick them. All they got to do is win the game. New England, San Fran, both at home. A pick them on a tease. Not a bad bet, no doubt. Total's gone down 46.5 to 45. I just can't bet the Rams because they really have nothing to play for. Uh, but the Niners here, if they win by three, four, five, six, all they got to do is win this game. And if you tease them down from 6.5 to a pick, I think it's a really good bet in the NFL on Saturday. I like that. A little Saturday tease action to maybe help you put a couple extra gifts under the tree. We got the great Sam Panionovich. Check him out. Chicken Dinner Podcast. Check him out in Chicago. He's here, there, and everywhere on the television. All right, Sammy, let's get to the Steelers. We both had them last week. We both expected them to beat the Buffalo Bills. And as you documented, we know what happened. Now, they're still in control of their playoff destiny. They come to the Meadowlands. You have a turnover-prone quarterback in Sam Darnold. You have one of the best defenses in all football in Pittsburgh. They're laying a field goal. Your thoughts on taking the Steelers for the second week in a row. How do you feel about them laying the three against the Jets? I'm a little jaded because we did have the Steelers on Sunday night. We got burned here. You look at this total, though, man, and you look at open 38 and a half, and it's been bet down. I see 37 and a half, some 37. I always do this mental math in my head. How many points are these teams going to score? Dude, this could be one of those games in the NFL, sloppy, ugly, punts, turnovers, backup quarterback with Pittsburgh, Jets, what do they have to play for? This could be like 17 to 10, right? If you do the mental math here, I don't like the side here. Pittsburgh minus three looks to be a little square. And we're looking at some of the bet counts, like 80% on the Steelers. There's no way I'm laying three on the road with Duck Hodges. We talked about this when Pittsburgh went to Arizona. They lost that game. Actually, they covered that game, but we teased Arizona up. I'm not laying points with Hodges on the road here. If I had to play this one, I would probably go under the 37 and a half. This is going to be a really ugly game. You got backup quarterback, third string running back, a lot of backup receivers. And the Jets, what do they have to play for? I mean, really, what do they have to do? Uh, I would go under the 37 and a half. I don't really want to bet this game, but if I had to pick it, I'd go under Pittsburgh and the Jets. Speaking of a game that you don't want to play and, quite frankly, a game you don't want to watch, It'll be Daniel Jones taking on Dwayne Haskins, Giants and Redskins. I know. I can't believe I'm asking you what side you'd play in this game, but we're a New York show with a flagship in the New York Giants. And, Sammy, we got a lot of Giant fans listening to the show. I wouldn't touch this game in a million years. You probably are not touching this game in a million years. If you had to play Giants-Redskins, Washington favored by two and a half, what's your lane? Oh, I hate that you asked me that way. If I had to play it, right? Okay, I'm going to take the side and the total. I'm going to move on to the tease here. Again, we talk about the teaser. Late in the season, you can get value moving this number six, six and a half points. If you could get the Giants here, and, and let me be clear, I don't like the Giants. I don't like the Redskins. But if you can move this giant number from two and a half up to eight and a half or nine, tell me right now, are the Redskins? Laying eight, eight and a half, is, is that enticing to you? If you lay nine, there's no chance. So this will be another game 
If you're a teaser player, you're looking at the Giants here, getting the points. I think Daniel Jones with a lot to play for, a lot to show with that coaching staff. They're trying to prove that he belongs. I think the Redskins here, if you tease it up from two and a half, you go through the three, through the four, through the seven. It's a pretty juicy number here. And the Giants, again, I, I hate to keep bringing up the teaser play here, but you take the Giants from two and a half up through all those key numbers, it's not a bad bet getting over a touchdown for the New York Giants. Sam, let's get to the game of the week. It's Dallas and Philadelphia, and the question's now swirling about Dak Prescott. Status, what is he going to look like? Is he going to be able to give it a go? This line opened Dallas minus two and a half. This line going to be closer to pick them by the time we reach kickoff? I don't think so, man. I think the public will remember what they've last seen, and they watched the Cowboys just shred the L.A. Rams, and people remember what they've last seen. And you look at the Eagles here, the skill positions have been awful. Wide receiver, running back, both tackles have been hurt. It's just Carson Wentz and a bunch of bums. That being said, man, the NFL is never this easy. I actually bet against the Cowboys last week. They scored a bunch of points. They slaughtered the Rams. But guess what? Now the public is on the Cowboys, and it's a bad spot here. The look-ahead line was Philly minus one. And because Philly didn't look great against the Redskins, and you look at what the Cowboys did against the Rams, the market has moved that many points in just one week. I can make sense of it. I still think Philly's going to find a way to keep this game close. I wouldn't be stunned if they won it outright. And I would also wait. If you like the Eagles, you probably wait this out. It's two and a half across the board right now. I think it closes three. I would actually lean to the Eagles plus the three. I don't love Philly, but I like the number plus three at home. Not a bad number, especially with Dak Hurt. Everybody going from Cowboys off to Cowboys on. I think the Cowboys are a garbage team where the coach is going to get fired. I can't lay points with them on the road. So I would wait for the Eagles. I would wait for that big number to plus three, and I would probably touch it. All right, Sam, let's get to your neck of the woods with the Chicago Bears, who had a chance to come from behind against Green Bay. Mitch Trubisky can't make plays. Missed opportunities galore. Is this a Bear team that's going to give you any sort of effort Sunday night against the Chiefs? Oh, the Chiefs have been so hot. I mean, they've won four in a row. They're getting healthy, and defensively, they've been better. We know that they're a bend but not break defense. Like, they give up yards, but they don't give up points. This is one of those spots, though, we talk about the master against the apprentice, right? It's Andy Reid against Matt Nagy. We know Matt Nagy can't call plays properly. Do you think he can call plays against Andy Reid, his mentor, the guy who taught him everything he knows? I just don't. Uh, I hate laying points on the road here, but you look at this market number, open four. I see sixes now, uh, a couple five-and-a-halves. Always shop around. If you can find a five-and-a-half Chiefs, I would probably lay it here. I think Kansas City going in the right direction. And with Chicago, no Roquan Smith. Akeem Hicks is banged up. There's a couple corners here for Chicago. They don't have the personnel to stop Patrick Mahomes and company. And they need to keep playing, man. I mean, you're looking at the AFC. It's Baltimore, New England, Kansas City. It's a three-horse race. Kansas City has to keep grinding here. There's no way I'm fading the Chiefs, and there's no way I'm taking the Bears. So if I had to play this one, I'd lay the points on the road in prime time with Kansas City. Sammy, before we get to your best bets for Week 16, Monday night, Packers-Vikings. Line is now at 5.5 despite 66% of the tickets coming in on the Green Bay Packers. Vikings, a strong home team. I know Kirk Cousins' prime time record, his Monday night record, it's abominable. 
But I think a lot of the trends and a lot of the line and the movement of the line is going to point you in a Minnesota direction, I think, on Monday night. Well, you look at the, the stats here, and the best cover team in the league at home against the spread, Minnesota Vikings. They've been very good in that building. Uh, but you've given the numbers in prime time, and, and there's no way I'm laying points with the Vikings. That being said, I think you look at this total, and I actually went under 45-and-a-half. It's moved up to 46. I don't really care. I think the Minnesota defense getting healthy, getting right. Look what they've done the last couple of weeks. It's going to be tough in that building for Aaron Rodgers, the audible, to make changes at the line. Green Bay is going to have a, a tough time offensively, and bookmakers have said for weeks Green Bay is not as good as they as, as they've seemed. Uh, Minnesota, Calvin Cook a little banged up. Green Bay's run defense, very good. I think this game's going to be like 20-17. to 17. This will be a black and blue division game. A lot of punts, a lot of tackles for loss. Aaron Rodgers might pull it out at the end, but you look at this total here, it's way too high. I don't care that it's going up. I don't care that sharp money's on the over. I'm going under. I went under 45.5. I'd go under 46, 46.5. Whatever number you could find, go under. This will be a slugfest, and I think if Minnesota has any chance it's by running the football, keeping Aaron Rodgers off the field. I like under the total Green Bay, Minnesota. Sam, you're rolling with the Patriot Niner two-team teaser. I'm going to roll with San Francisco and Kansas City as my two-team teaser. Now it's time, my friend, your Week 16 best bets. What's on the slate? I really do. I mean, we've kind of touched on this game already. I think Tampa Bay has really played – an awful schedule. Look at what they've done the last four weeks. Yeah, they're 4-0, but they've played a bunch of bum teams. And now without the skill position players, without Evans, without Godwin, they're going to have a really tough time. And you look at this number, JJ, it opened up at a pick here. And Tampa, we know Tampa's been playing well. But to go from a pick to three, like right away, that's not little old ladies, right? They're not betting Monday and Tuesday. This is sharp money on the Texans here. And if you can still find a three at minus 110, I think this might go three and a half, might go to four. I think the Texans in the NFL, I talked about the Green Bay, Minnesota under. I like that. But my favorite side in the NFL is going with Deshaun Watson, carving up this Tampa defense, and they don't have the options on the other side to counter. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, uh, total in the low 50s, the high 40s, like 49 and a half to 50. This will be a lot of points. And I don't think Tampa Bay has the gunners on the outside to hang with Houston. I like minus three with the Houston Texans. I wouldn't be stunned they won this game by two touchdowns. There you have it. Sam Panionovich, a great insider. Check him out on the Chicken Dinner Podcast. Check him out on TV in the city of Chicago. Sammy, enjoy the holiday season. We will come back next week. And believe it or not, it will be college football playoff week 17. What a time to be alive. Take care, brother. My man, you too. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.